0: Welcome to the Ham Radio Guy Podcast. I'm Marvin, and my call sign is W0MET. Whether you're an experienced ham or just getting started, this podcast is for you. We're bringing you the latest of topics, news, and information and all things amateur radio right here to this show. This is episode number 29. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and, and Google, uh, Google uh, Podcasts as well, and many others. Uh, out there. Well, I uh, want to say, uh, you know, great into 2024. This is our second episode coming into the year here. And um, we want to talk about Winter Field Day. We are just a little bit less than two weeks away from that. And uh, I think I've shared on this uh, podcast several times that I am the president of Winterfield Day. And um, it's one of those things that I, I really, I'm trying to, as the president, take it to a new level and really focus on and getting more participation, uh, increased awareness, and and try and do more mcom stuff with it. And so, I'm hoping to talk more about that today and see how it all goes. We have gotta love those moments in a in a podcast, but, um, you know that's kind of where we're gonna plan on going. We still got some. Uh, News for you. We've got some ARRL, uh Ham Fest coming up, and we'll talk about some of that. And uh, I actually have a brand new item I think I'm able to share today as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we uh, go into a, a break of some sort. Well, one of the things I wanted to touch base on is it's very uh, applicable to Winterfield Day, uh, is a product that I've been using for quite a while. And I was in, in, introduced to it <clears throat> by another ham, and that is the quarter-inch black dacron polyester rope. Now you can find this on Amazon. I would say it's, uh, you know, it, it's good UV resistance. It's weather resistant. I mean, it's held up well, and I've really gotten to like it. Uh, I mean, I've used it in several of my applications where uh, I have things for like guying a mast or. Uh, you know just string a dipole with it it's a little heavy duty for probably a dipole you could get by with a much lighter rope but you know if you did have a storm come up or something it would definitely hold up well you have that dipole rope is going to be out there for a while in in, in the weather uh, and taking the elements it's probably a better one to use some, than some of the other little light duty nylon ones so it's definitely uv resistance and has some great capability to it and you can get like a 500 foot roll for like 70 bucks and reason I'm bringing this to you is because it's something that I need to reorder. I'm down to probably my last 50 feet of it myself, and I've got a few more things I'd like to string up at the new property here in Western Mass, where I am at. So I hope that uh, uh, you'll go out to Amazon, check out the link, you'll find that in the show notes. I'll probably have it in the next newsletter as well, going out. And so that will come out sometime, probably later this week or early next week as well. Uh, I'll be due for that. If you haven't signed up for a newsletter, go out um, to my website, thehamradioguy.com. You can find it on Twitter, and I'll probably throw it over in my brand new Discord channel. If you haven't joined that yet, feel free to. Uh, Still not much popularity worth it yet, but I'm hoping to grow it and that it will uh, get uh, more popularity and more popular uh, as time goes on for people to join in and just have great conversation and and we can talk about some show questions and try and get some things answered along the way. Um, I'll throw questions out there. Even today I'll throw questions out there about talking about Winter Field Day. What are you doing? Show me some of those photos. Feel free to join the Winter Field Day Discord channel as well. I'll throw that out there as the president to kind of highlight some of those items. But, you know, all in all, um, you know, get out there and, 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 and join on some of those Discussions, especially if you're a new ham, it's great for learning. You learn from a lot of experienced hams about things you do and don't do, things you can uh, do that you know are really efficient, and might you know save you hours of trying to learn something when you're trying to figure something out. You don't know what to do. Reach out on a forum, and people are more than willing to usually help out. Facebook has some out there as well, but I think Discord uh, has a little bit better. uh, You know, it's it's less monitored. And uh, there's, you know, some good hams out there on on Discord as well that are more more than willing to answer your questions. So um, I do have a great uh, conversation coming up with uh, American Filament and hoping that you'll join me on that podcast coming up soon. I'll be recording that into this week and uh, looking forward to having a conversation talking about 3D printers and ham radio and how that throws together. So just kind of a highlight into a future episode. So stay tuned for that. I think you'll enjoy that one. And um, we'll talk about a sponsor promo real quick. Club Gear Online. For all your Pota gear, swag, ham radio gear. Check out his recent items from the Desktop Mats, Pota keychains, metal band plans, and something I'm going to release on this podcast. He's got little buttons and some new swag for the Hamcation uh, Ham Fest in Orlando coming out. So, I don't think he's released that yet, but I'll go ahead and share it on here with my listeners. He's got new buttons coming out for Poda. I think you'll really enjoy them, and um, it'll be pretty exciting to have um, that and some of the other new swag he's come up with. So uh, he can certainly customize anything you have for coins, poker chips, QSL cards, and other gear. Just email him direct from the website or visit clubgearonline.com. If you find this information useful in this channel and you like this podcast and would like to be able to continue to keep it, you know, we are community supported. Uh, It is, you know, basically out of my own pocket right now, not looking to get luxury vacations out of this, not taking a cruise to the Bahamas, Uh, just help support the channel. Uh, We do have costs for, uh, you know, the website and other things that, you know, try and do the MailChimp newsfeed and things like that. So... We try and you know keep some support there. It doesn't have to com- come completely out of my pocket. You know, it is, but uh, you know, would appreciate any help you can give as well. You can look at becoming a patron for me over at BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash the Ham Radio Guy. There are three levels you can support at the channel: Technician, General, or Extra Class. And simply support the channel at dollar a month, or get the Extra Class membership with more benefits. So we want to thank you for uh, joining us there. You know, I didn't even put in to my recording this week uh, the news um, cycle for uh, the news. I usually have a little musical recording for that, and I guess it's uh, a lesson learned there. Um, Using a little bit new software, and I forgot to include that one in on this um, settings. So we will just bypass that music uh, today, but... um, I'm going to a couple longer stories here, but uh, I think they're all very uh, important, uh, good things to share. Most of you probably have, you know, seen it, but maybe if you haven't, it was good to uh, have Ham Radio Crash Course and uh, Ham Radio Tube, Uh, Mike down in Texas, as most of us will know him as. On December 22nd, 2023, the AWRL National Association for Amateur Radio hosted a YouTube telethon fundraiser led by the AWRL Education and Learning Manager, Steve Goodgame, K5ATA. The event, in collaboration with popular ham radio tubers from the Ham Radio Tube Channel, aimed to secure funds for the AWRL Teachers Institute on Wireless Technology. The Teachers Institute, reliant on donor support, witnessed significant success in 2023 with 65 educators attending and 95% of them obtaining their ham radio licenses. Notably, 20 educators obtained their license during the T1 and T2, I'm sorry, uh, T1 and T2 upgrade their license, uh, class licenses. Uh, Graduates have uh, left equipped with tools and instructional materials to integrate into amateur radio STEM education. Uh, The telethons seek to ensure a robust future for amateur radio education. And I believe they raised right around about $10,000 to send teachers out to ARRL to do the Teachers Institute during the summer and bring them back into their classroom and get more ham radio uh, involvement with younger students. Now, I think I may have spoke about that recently, my last podcast, uh, maybe as a newsletter, talking about the aging of ham radio operators. And I think we're finding about the average age is around 75, So it's good to see we can get more younger students involved. And that will be my third story of the day I'll talk about in just a moment here. Uh, First, we'll go to the second story. The FCC has revealed its January meeting agenda, featuring a proposal to strengthen disaster information reporting system, or known as DIRS, D-I-R-S. The commission is considering a shift from the current voluntary reporting structure to a mandatory one for Pacific communications providers. DIRS Activated during major disasters, collects operational and restoration information from various service providers. Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel highlighted the potential mandate for DURS reporting and discussed plans to broaden reporting to encompass additional providers. Emphasizing the importance of swift and reliable reporting during disasters, Rosenworcel stated that it aids its emergency management decisions and offers insights to prevent future disruptions. Initially, volunteers... Uh, voluntarily, uh, since its establishment in 2007, post-Hurricane Katrina, the FCC's recent initiatives aimed to enhance reporting with a 2021 proposal exploring mandatory status reports for broadcasters and natural disasters. So, um, sounds like some good stuff going on there. And hope that, uh, actually hope that kind of goes through. It sounds like a good thing to, to be doing. And getting back into talking about younger students, This kind of made up several newscasts. I saw this come across on several, like, Discord and some Slack channels. Uh, Students at Harbor Creek High School in Pennsylvania had a stellar experience connecting with astronaut Andreas Mogensen through the amateur radio on the International Space Station program. The event, led by the Advanced Technologies Group, KC3SGV, saw 15 licensed amateur radio students engage in a fascinating conversation with Mogensen via amateur radio. The success of the students initiated earned significant media attention and Assistant Principal Drew Mortensen, AC3DS, who is a graduate of the ARRL Teachers Institute on wireless technology, played a crucial role in bringing this unique experience to the students. The ARIS contact marks another triumph for the program. All well, this was a release date of uh, January 16th, 2024 here. So... Anyway, there is a little bit of news for the week here. Getting into our major segment, talking about Winter Field Day. Now, if you're following me this week, now, as I said, I started some new software. And I am going into using some Winter Field Day stuff here. And getting to the correct screen. And if you're following me on YouTube, this should be recording on YouTube now. And I'm going to show the website for Winter Field Day a bit for... Those podcast listeners, hope you can follow along later and, um, you know, go check out the website yourself at winterfieldday.org or winterfieldday.com. They do redirect to each other and they are the same. So Winterfield Day this year is January 27th and 28th, 2024. It starts on Saturday, uh, 1800 UTC and goes to, I'm sorry, 1900 UTC and goes to 1859 UTC on Sunday. So it's about a 24-hour event. And, you know, it's always held the last full weekend in January. And the, the nice thing about Winter Field Day is whether you are in your home, you want to be outdoors, you want to be a mobile location, or maybe you'll choose a church or EOC or, you know, some other uh, type of building. You could still be indoors out of the, you know, rough elements of a snow or ice in case you know rain if if it's happening but the whole goal of winter field day really is more uh, we've taken it from kind of a contest side and that's something I wanted to talk about a little bit was more from the contest side over to more of like a special event or an income tool to help you uh, become a better amateur radio operator and to enhance your skills in those subpar conditions um when when they occur or if we were to be used for um, uh, by a local Aries group or or an EO, uh, an, um, a local emergency management agency they're not going to call us out when it's sunny and sunny and say we need your help with something now they may don't get me wrong uh, there are some scenarios out there maybe need traffic or something or a major you know event during nice weather but um It's going to be more times than not in times of disaster, uh, tornado, hurricane, you know, severe flooding, things like that. And those are the times that we really want to, you know, be prepared. And uh, depending on the situation that we're put in, we don't know what that will be. We don't know what equipment we'll need to be able to uh, use. So, does that mean you need to send a digital message? Do you need to use single sideband voice? Uh, do you need to use Winlink? Uh, how how widespread is this? We we don't know, but having said that, you also have you know whether um, things weather elements affect things like a battery life. So when it's twenty below out, your battery will probably not last as long as it did when it was seventy degrees. So um, you have a 20 amp hour battery. Do you really know, this is one of the questions I'll be posing out there today, do you really know how long that battery can last operating at 100 watts? Or maybe can you reduce to 50 watts and still get your message out? Can you still make the same transmission? Can you maybe do four hours on 100 watts with a 20 amp hour battery and make six hours happen at, you know, uh, you know, at, at 50 watts. So can you get more time out of that by reducing your wattage, but what type of coverage area do you need? So there's a lot of questions out there. And these are things that we want you to help figure that this out for you. Um, you know, hey, I've got a 40 amp hour battery here. I know it can last eight hours. You know, I can I can help you use this for this situation. I can throw that out there versus somebody that might say, I've only got a 10 amp hour battery. Can a temp hour, temp, 10 amp hour battery still last long and, and get some communication through enough to do, send a message and, and get something back? Absolutely, probably, surely can. But again, Winterfield Day is really formatted to help increase your level of preparedness for disasters and improve your operational skills and subpar conditions. And that's really more of our of our motto, our, our um, you know the reason, um, our mission statement of, of what we. Uh, really want to focus on so um, you know that's what we want to do now if we scroll down to the main page kind of get through a little bit what Winterfield Day is how it works what our purposes are we have a new location map here and I'll make this map just a little bit bigger maybe it'll show up on the screen and we've gotten some new software this year and this is where you can see there's actually you know we go all the way across the world uh, we're in a field data is global. We don't limit to just the U.S. like Summer does. But as you zoom in on, let's say the U.S. here, you'll start to see that there are a number of blue and yellow dots here, and not that they mean a lot really right at this moment. But if you start zooming in further, you'll start to see some purple ones, some blue ones show up, and these are simply uh, blue is public and purple is private, and if you want to zoom into, let's go down here into Maryland, Washington D.C. area, uh, you'll see more of the local ones, you know, pop up, and you'll still see a couple numbers here. If you zoom in a little closer, you'll see those two. One was over by Emmitsburg, and the other one's over by Robinwood. And so um, you can scroll in and out as you need. You can move across the page and find something a little maybe a little closer to what you're looking for, and um, zooming out probably a little better there to see a little bit more. But you can find some of those other uh, sites that you can go visit. And if you click on it, you'll see some that will talk about, um, you know, maybe what their event is, where it's at. Um, They might have a talk-in channel on there. Uh, You know, they might link it to a PDF or a web page of some sort. And, you know, they have, uh, you know, talk about maybe if you want to bring food or if you just want to come visit. If you're a public figure and you know here's one. Uh, the uh, k3smd.net this is a multi-club and organization which are field day event at the Nanjamo Creek Environmental Education Center in Maryland. So in Southern Maryland. So there's a lot of organizations there. It looks like they have a lot of details going on. so uh, you can certainly find what you need on a local club near you. Or maybe an individual doing a private event that can help you, uh, you know, learn a little bit more about what Winterfield Day is. Get on the air if you don't have the equipment. And what I'm looking to see here, real quick, I'm scrolling across the page. Oh, zoomed in a little too far there. Um, It looks like right now, surprising enough, I don't have anybody in, uh, I might have somebody in South Dakota. Um, Looks like maybe one or two in South Dakota. Looks like all 50 states right now are covered. I don't think I have anybody in Alaska still. But, um, usually, yeah, I do have a group in Hawaii usually, and that might be one of our, uh, lone rangers out there. Someone puts in, when you go to submit your, um, your, uh, location on our website, that might be Hawaii, yeah, the Big Island Amateur Radio Club. So, they always have a great, uh, time with Winter Field Day, they are a normal, uh, one that's responded every year to us and uh, they are out in Hawaii. So sometimes we get some rogue uh, markers out and like uh, people will email us and say, Hey, I submitted my club location on your map, but it's not showing up. Where is it at? And like we have one out here in the middle of Atlantic ocean right now. And that's somebody that was just, they put in the, like forgot to put in the negative for the longitude and latitude in the right location there. So that's probably why it showed up a little more of a rogue location, and not on the map where it's at. So we try and get those corrected before field day. We'll go in and make those changes. Um, but we do have one week and three days left. We do have a countdown on there. 552 locations are currently registered. I'd love for you to go out and register your site and get us uh, on, on, on the map there with you, where you're gonna be for winter field day. We do have a newsletter and that will go out to our 2024 uh, newsletter for this year. Uh, you'll get a message from me as we talk about some of the changes and uh, trying to get uh, some new things going, like we want to be able to send a message to w0wrc at winlink.org and then get a response back automatically. So we'll try and get that done. Uh, can you you know work six straight hours? Uh, and and talked about battery power, generate power, but uh, work more than six bands. So some of the things I'm challenging to this year Uh, again we've kind of taken a little bit of a different approach and we've gotten rid of bonus points and so uh, made it more of objective based and then our little certificates this year will have like little objective check marks on there that when you say hey I've worked more than six hours or I've done you know I worked on alternative power we have a little image assigned with each of those that uh, you can put on your certificate and you will get that certificate printed out once you submit your log so Anyway, uh, that's kind of where we're going with that. And, uh, you know, you can find all of our guidelines for 2024 right here in our newsletter as well. And along with our different ways of social media that you can connect to us. You can find us on Facebook, Discord, Twitter, or now X, and uh, Instagram. So uh, we do appreciate that. And uh, we are excited to have ICOM America again as our sponsor for Winter Field Day. We appreciate that. Thank you. A big shout out for ICOM, uh, all the things that they do for Amateur Radio. And instead of using their own marketing, they do support groups like us and other uh, YouTube content creators and, and organizations and uh, such as Youth youth on the Air. And so, anyway, we really appreciate that. And um, and just a lot of good information in our newsletter. Find out where we were recently uh, on some different YouTube channels. And you can go get your POTA swag. I talk about Club Gear Online uh, as one of my sponsors for the show. And he helps me out. And um, you can go to JSE Custom Embroidery as well. They have some great items over there. Um, You can get a Winter Field Day flag from uh, Club Gear Online. You can get your mouse pad. In fact, I'm using one personally in my own podcast here. I carry with me every day. And uh, one of the things we're looking at coming out with is maybe some challenge coins. So... Uh, something to think about and uh, some other get additional gear that we're trying to come up with. You can meet some of our uh, board members as we talk about them. And, uh, you know, we got a great recipe. I cooked this up just two weeks ago, the white chicken chili. If you like a good chicken chili, that's that's awesome. And, um, you know, just send us your photos. There's some great setups in, in Winter Field Day that I know that are out there. And we'd love to have your feedback on those, and hope that uh, you will share those on our Discord channel, or in other um, if you're on Twitter and you're sharing out your Winter Field Day photo, please um, share that out and hit at Winter Field Day uh, as your tag, and we will be glad to, to see that and, and like that photo as well, and hope that you'll um, share those. But uh, that's kind of our news our, our um, website and. We can go over here to our rules and get a whole complete packet of our rules on the on the, on the the uh, operating guidelines for 2024. We've kind of changed it from rules to more guidelines. Again, we we don't want to, you know, we're not the police. We're not out here to uh, just, you know, try and be mean about, you know, what we're doing. But try and set some realistic goals and expectations. And, you know, if it's a thousand foot circle that you're supposed to be in at your 1,200 foot, uh, again, just being a good operator, uh, good ham uh, radio operator, and uh, practicing—you know, having integrity and, and trying to be honest about what you're doing. Uh, again, it's this is for you, not uh, nothing. I'm going to gain from this, so I'm hoping that you'll, you know, try and figure out if you have three or four stations in that thousand-foot circle, are you interfering with each other? Do you have issues? Is there different ways you can position your antennas so you don't have that interference? There's a lot of things to be gained from things like that and being in that 1,000-foot circle. And yes, Summer Field Day does the same thing, but uh, we've learned how to place antennas in a row so that we do not get uh, you know the feed from another 20-meter station that might be on site as well, transmitting. And some of the things, uh, you know, for 2024, we still have 100 watts, and uh, we... We do have in here all logs must be in Cabrillo format, but we've actually accepted ADIF format now too. And something to uh, think about if you go use like a program like hammers, you can actually export into an ADIF format and upload that into our website. And we'll have a button on the top of our website, uh, come um, by Winterfield Day uh, to submit your log uh, out there at the time. And... um, some of the other major changes, I'm trying to think what else we've got out here for now. Um, feel free always just to email us, wfda at winterfieldday.com, and that will send an email right to me. Uh, I get that on my phone, my computer, and, and I see those. I'll respond back to them as soon as I can. If not, I've got a couple other people that will respond to those, and uh, we do try and get to all of your messages and fix whatever issues might be happening. And sometimes those are log submissions. Sometimes it's just trying to register on the website. And uh, we, you know, we appreciate those questions. It, it does take people uh, you know, to be able to help figure out some of the bugs that we have as we, as we have made changes and we understand that will happen. We appreciate your patience with that as we make those changes for winter field day. There's always a great um, information on the resources tab in our website. And you can find the different logging programs. N3FJP by far is the uh, most favorite of ours, as well as uh, probably the most used. So uh, go out and get his latest software. I think it's 2.8.5 is what is the latest on the software right now. It may he may have a newer version of that out. Uh, I've not checked prior to this podcast, but um, the other version is uh, looks like January 3rd of 2023. N1MM version 1.0.9768. Now I've mentioned this on several interviews I've given. Is that if you have N3FJP or N1MM or Hammers or whatever the other software you have, go out and get the latest update of that because that will benefit you. We what we find is people have 15 different. I think there were 15 different versions of N3FJP submitted last year, and so we really hope that uh, you will get the latest software and we can minimize some of that. Uh, it creates a little bit of headache for us on our back end sometimes, but um, just you know, go out and grab it. You've already paid for it, uh, and, and it's available, so go go get it. And uh, it's a free upgrade for you, and uh, you will benefit from any changes that we've made when he sets it up on his side, Scott, which is over N3FJP. He does a great job and works with us very well on this, so <clears throat> um. Uh, Reach out to him if you have any questions with the software itself, but uh, feel free, you know, to use that uh, as that is our favorite one. Operating aids, we do try and give you some information for like section maps, some CQ zones. If you have any questions, again, we do have people that operate globally. And so, uh, you know, we might need to know what some of those other zones are. If it is DX station that you're working, it's outside the U.S., just put DX in there. And that will work as your uh, rack section field as well. So um, you'll be good there. There is a um, fillable flyer you can fill out for winter field day. Uh, put in your local information. Share that with a news uh, source or some other uh, media of some sort. Maybe put it on a couple stores or something like that if that happens. Uh, you can find us in the news. Uh, again, different stories talking about winter field day here and there we were just on ham radio now and ham radio 2.0 uh here in 2024 those are not in there yet but we'll get them up on the site as well um again you can reach out and find some swag there under the uh, resources page a little bit about the history of how Winterfield day came around uh, and how it got to what it is present day and the current board members that, that exist here so um we do have a great group of board members, and I, I thank them for all their work, uh, for putting the newsletter together, keeping track of Treasury, the social media, the, the creation, the rules, the changes that we make, and um, you know our web service designer, Andrew, uh, does an awesome job and uh, just really incredible. So I want to say thank you to all the board members. If you happen to catch this podcast, I do appreciate that and what you do to make this event successful for everyone out there that does participate. So uh, but that's a little bit about our homepage. Uh, we were hoping to get a couple of videos out this year, but the fact that I had moved from Tennessee to Massachusetts kind of threw some of that off, but I hope that you will, um, you know, reach out and, and, and uh, take a look at our webpage again, winterfieldday.com. And that will um, give you hopefully all the information you need. If not, email us, and we'll be happy to um, to do that. Now, we do have a frequently asked questions section in there. I believe that's under resources. I don't think I covered that, but we do have frequently asked questions as well. And we try and change those up and put new ones in there as we do get questions asked that may need some uh, clarification. And so uh, one of the things uh, we get asked quite a bit is why not FT4 FT8? And again, we just, the simple thing is that it does not, uh, we do recognize this legitimate mode, but it does not, uh, tr- transfer the messages intact that we need for information when, when sending a message back and forth other than just your minus 22, you know, five, nine type of report. So, uh, we really want you to get out and try FL Digi, uh, RTTY, PSK 31, uh, JSA call. I mean, there's so many others out there that can be used. And so we hope that you'll try one of those, as well as, like I said, sending a, a maybe a windlink message of some sort. Um, what category should I use? Um, you know, that, that's really discretionary, depending upon you know what what you're doing. If you, you know, we've had say, hey, I've got two people inside a tent, and one more, you know they're camping outside of our EOC building. Are we indoors or outdoors? And you know, it's like, well, where's the majority of the people at? And You know, we just get all kinds of crazy questions asked of us. Um, But, you know, we try and provide a a reasonable answer and response that, uh, you know, we think that would be acceptable. In this case, I would say it would be indoors, uh, would be what you'd primarily be using. But if you wanted to use, you know, outdoors for that, would you be wrong? Probably not. But, uh, you know, it's just hard to tell. Again, we've got people who maybe. Uh, will be mobile, uh, but they're, um, you know, in a trailer or something. Again, they're still mobile; they can pick up and move. So we will call those people mobile. Uh, you know, is it a thousand or like if you're less than 500 foot from your home, you know, can you still be considered home uh, at that point? If you're working outdoors or something, um, again, it's, it's all discretionary. We try and tell you to make your best judgment, and we'll try and give you a good answer in response to whatever that question might be. But um, just know that uh, we may not have all the answers either. We came across a couple on the YouTube chat the other day that we didn't expect and hadn't really talked about was remote control stations and whether you can operate remote control because uh, that's the use of the Internet. And then is it your location or would it be the location of the antenna transmitting tower? So uh, some things we'll have to come back and talk about uh, as a board discuss for next year and try and get some of those things put back into the frequently asked questions um, page here because again, it's something that never been brought to us before, wasn't aware of it, but I think it was good to uh, have that question brought forth. Well, anyway, um, that was what well, my segment on Winterfield Day is. Probably going longer than I normally would on this, it'd become a kind of a longer uh, time here with the channel today. Real quickly, before we kick out of here, I want to talk about a couple ham fests coming up January 19th and 20th. Just around the corner on this weekend, it's the Cowtown Ham Fest. Of course, it's only going to be in one state and called Cowtown, and that's the North Texas Section Convention in Forest Hill, Texas. January 27th, Winterfest Again, also that will be uh, very appropriate for Winter Field Day. Hopefully, they'll have some uh, communication going on there at the Midwest Division Convention in Collinsville, Illinois. And February 9th through 11th, of course, you'll find me there at the Orlando Hamcation. For the Florida State Convention in Orlando, Florida. Again, February 9th through 11th. Orlando Hamcation. I'll be there visiting as the Ham Radio Guy podcast. Winter Field Day will not have a booth there. But we do hope that uh, you'll uh, stop and say hi to me as I'm having some conversations with vendors. And other uh, content creators as along with, uh, you know, just general conversation. I hope I'll see some old friends there again. And looking forward to seeing all of you uh, as well. Well, head over to uh, my website, thehamradioguide.com, where you'll find the treasure trove of information waiting for you. Just click on the Episodes tab to catch up on all your thrilling uh, podcast episodes, or, f- again, find me on your local favorite podcast platform. For even more insights, tips, and details, uh, check out each episode, check out the show notes, or check out the newsletter, and then you'll find our direct link to the latest Amazon finds of unearthed, Earth, uh, gears and gadgets, and gizmos that will take your ham radio experience to the next level. Oh, again, um, before we go this week, I want to, um, again, just say Happy New Year to all. Hopefully, hope we'll have a great podcast season this year. And uh, i looking to year number three on this. And um, I'm really proud to be part of the Ham Radio family. And, uh, you know, hope that you'll continue to join me uh, in this Ham Radio community as we move forward in 2024. As I do continue to see increased subscribers and followers. And I, and I appreciate all of you uh, for your uh, following and, and presence and being part of the podcast and know that you're listening and hopefully again finding something that will be um, you know interesting to hear and that is something you'll learn. Again, if you enjoy the podcast, appreciate you becoming a subscriber. If you aren't or currently, uh, you can rate and review the show, and I do appreciate any of those that have come forward and 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 shared comments in the past. Go out to Spotify or podcast or hell any other platform you want to go old school tell your friends and family and neighbors uh, anybody that might want to listen uh, to this show and uh, be sure to follow us on twitter or buymeacoffee.com you can also listen to the youtube version of this show as i am now live on youtube i hope that you learned something as well this week that will help you in your ham radio operations if you have any questions or comments please leave them leave them on twitter podcast platform or email me over at w0met at com. as always this is your ham radio guy in the chair and on the air i say 73 w0met